0: You're about to listen to a message from Every Nation Church, Midrand, the place where people come to be changed and discipled to transform Just society. Just looking at the different, how Jesus, how Jesus called different people from different walks of life and, um, and put them together, to work together as a team to change the world. Amen. And I believe that God has called us to change the world. God has called us to change this nation, and we are so different. And that difference is actually an advantage. It's not a disadvantage. It's not a disadvantage at all. Some of us can have some similarities, and that's fine. But make no mistake, our differences are a strength, not a weakness. Okay? So turn to someone and say, there is power in diversity. Power in diversity. Say, our differences, our differences is our strength. Is our strength. Amen. 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 Yes. So our differences is our strength. And we need to begin to see it like that. And some of you who are team leaders at work, you need to learn from this. It will help you greatly in your career if you are able to master from Jesus the principles that he applied to manage those diverse people. Hmm? His first four disciples, interestingly, his first, the first four that he called were fishermen. Remember? It was first Andrew who went to call his brother Peter. Okay? And then... James and John. the four of them were fishermen. So he calls them, he calls them together and, and he, uh, they become his disciples. But then he goes from there and then he calls other people. Hmm? So you would think, okay, fishermen, same background, same trade, same kind of business, this is going to be a massive empire. No, Jesus was not thinking about a fishing empire. He wasn't thinking about fishing a fishing empire. You know, uh, no, 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 no. Jesus was thinking about the whole world. He was thinking about the whole world when he called those people. It was the whole world, and we need to start thinking about the whole world. Okay. And the whole world cannot be made up of only your background. Did you realize that? Your background is so limited. In fact, your race is so limited. Your language is so limited. Your culture is so limited. Are you getting me? Your culture is limited. Your profession is limited. And the list goes on and on. So, if you are only comfortable within your culture, you have already relegated yourself. You have limited yourself from becoming global. I'm telling you. Yeah. Yeah. You have limited yourself from becoming global. If you're only thinking your race, you that's it. You've set the boundaries. God can't open a door for you in China. Hmm. Why? Because your culture is... There's nothing in China that resembles your culture. <laughs> <laughs> nothing. Yeah. You see? So you cannot <coughs> afford to operate with that kind of mindset. You cannot. Mm-hmm. So the more diverse we are, the more we can go global. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Are you getting my point? Amen. So begin to think like that. Mm-hmm. Don't say, oh, this person is like this. I like things like this. Ah, you've just, you've just killed it. Mm-hmm. You've just killed God's expansion plan for you. So you can't expect that everybody that gets saved should be like you. Huh? Huh? What kind of thinking is that? Huh? You can't think... Touch someone and say, don't think like that. Please, please. Don't. Don't Don't think like that. No, it's not good for you. It's not good for you at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. Huh? Somebody say, oh, these Nigerians have come again. (laughs) Hey, stop thinking like that. Don't think like that. It's not good for you. Yeah. Because when you think like that, you just shut the door. God wants to open for you in Nigeria. I'm telling you. In case you don't know, God has a blessing for you in every nation. Every nation of the earth, that's the covenant he made with Abraham. And if Abraham is your father, I have news for you. You have an inheritance in every nation. So, if you have an inheritance in every nation, you cannot be localized. Touch someone and say, don't be localized. In your thinking. Yeah. Don't restrict yourself. You might start local, but you will end global. Hallelujah. Come on, tweet that, somebody. Yeah. Yeah. So you might start local, but God's plan is for you to end global. So your mind must open. Be open. Think beyond where you are. So God brings different people to help to open your mind to other paradigms. So the first group of disciples Jesus called... He he, he called them. They were fishermen. Let's look at, um, I think it's Matthew chapter 10, chapter 9. Let's look. Let's look. There are different accounts. Which one do I want? Hmm? It's good to be diverse. Do you know that? What did I say? Chapter, no, it can't be. It has to be in the earlier chapters chapter 4, right? Yes. Matthew chapter 4. Verse 18. Jesus walking by the sea of Galilee saw two brothers. Hallelujah. So already, same background. From the same house. Isn't it? He saw how many? Two brothers. Simon called Peter and Andrew his brother casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. So they are from the same womb. Okay? Two brothers from the same womb, the same house, the same profession. Can you be more similar than that? (laughs) Huh? They sought the same breast. They came from the same womb. Come on. They ate the same food, the same diet. They were brought up the same way. And they have the same trade. Ha! Same surname. And he called them. Hmm? Let's read on. Then, verse 19, And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fishers of men. Why did Jesus use the terminology fishers of men? Come on. It's their language. They understand. It's their culture. It's what they can relate with. So he used that to communicate with them. He used that to communicate with them. You want to communicate with people the way you want. In sort of the way they can understand. impose your culture on anyone. They're not interested in that. Hello? Uh, If I want to impose my culture on you, I, I, I don't know if you can bear some things. Yeah. Because we have some things that you will be like, what is this? Yeah, but I have never in any way try to impose my culture on you. Why? Because that's not what you need. What you need is the culture of heaven. Am I correct? That's what you need, not my culture. So Jesus is speaking to them. He says, follow me and I will make you fishers of men. Why? Because they are fishermen. Yes? They are fishermen. And the Bible says they immediately left their nets to follow him. Hmm? And going from there, he saw two other brothers. Say other brothers. (laughs) (laughs) He saw two other brothers. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, in the boat. With Zebedee, their father, mending their nets. And he called them. And they immediately left the boat and their father and followed him. I suspect that he would have told them the same thing. Follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. They immediately understood. They could relate with that language. They could relate with that language. I think we need to begin to find out what language we should use to approach some people. To invite some people to church. Maybe we are speaking our own dialect to them. And they don't understand our dialect. (laughs) Yes. It's possible. You have to speak their language. And obviously you understand what I'm saying when I say their language. I'm not saying you should go and learn Japanese to invite a Japanese to, to you know... No, no, no. But you need to understand where they are. You need to to appreciate their own context. And you need to factor that in your invitation. Okay? Factor that in your invitation because it is vital. That's the strategy Jesus used. They left everything and they followed him. I mean, the sons of Zebedee. They abandoned the boat. That's the business. Their father. huh? And they just, they just followed Jesus. That is powerful, man. How do you do that? Just abandon everything and follow Jesus. That's what happened. Glory to God. So when you want to invite someone, you need to understand their context. You need to appreciate how different they are from you. Okay? Some people, I think the enemy just plays on our intelligence. Sometimes you look at people and they are so different from you, and you look down on them in your heart because they are different from you. And the moment you do that, you lose authority. You lose authority immediately to draw them into your world. Yeah, you do. Why, would, why, why, would, why should someone abandon what he's doing and do, be, because you've arrived? Oh. Eh, almighty you. <laughs> you just arrive and say, "Follow me," and then they just leave everything, and then and then. Hmm. <laughs> Please don't dream; it doesn't work like that. Yeah, doesn't work like that. They ha- they have to feel a connection. They have to feel a connection with you. So if you come from this level. And they feel that they are so low, but you are so high. Forget it. You have to go down to their level. Jesus came to our level, didn't he? Left his throne, came down to our level, ate what we ate, drank what we drank. Hmm? Huh? Walk the streets like every one of us. Yeah? Mosquitoes, whatever it is, flies. All those irritants that you can't stand. He faced them. So when he says, follow me, there's nothing unusual about that. It was a privilege to follow this kind of a man. Amen? And I've said it before that in the Jewish culture, in the Jewish culture, it was a privilege for anyone to be called by a rabbi. Because before the age of 12, you are supposed to memorize the Torah. Okay? And if you fail, they will test you. Those that fail are the ones that are sent to do the family trade. Yeah. Those that do well are now called, they're enlisted in the, um, the rabbi's school. So when you do well, yeah, you, follow me. And it's, it's the dream of every Jewish child to be, Invited to follow a rabbi. So the fact that these guys were fishermen, what does that tell you? They didn't make it. Yeah, they didn't make it. They didn't make it. Because if they did, they will not be fishermen, they'll be following a rabbi. Can you see? So when Jesus came and says, follow me, Ooh, my God, I thought I had been left out. Oh, wow. huh? I thought I had missed it all my life. What an honor. What a privilege. And they jump at it. That's why it wasn't that you, you can employ other people. I'm going with the rabbi. But he spoke their language. He came to their level. And spoke what they understood. You need to speak what people will understand. Don't come with one grammar that people will be looking for a dictionary. Just to understand what you are saying. Hmm? No, no, it's not necessary. You, 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 you don't impress people. Don't try to impress anyone. Just be real. Okay? That's how, that's how Jesus did it. But they were different. These guys were so different. My goodness. And I'm wondering how Jesus did it. Let's look at Matthew chapter 9, verse 9. As Jesus passed from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at the tax office. And he said to him, follow me. So he arose and followed him. Come on. Now it happened as Jesus sat at the table in the house, that behold, many tax collectors and sinners came and sat down with him and his disciples. And when the Pharisees saw it, they said to his disciples, Why does your teacher eat with tax collectors and sinners? Can you see that? What's going on here? Do you notice that when he came to Matthew, he didn't say, "I'll make you fishers of men." Yeah. <laughs> he didn't say that. Why? It's not relevant to Peter uh, to, to Matthew. It's not relevant to Matthew. So he didn't need to say that. Okay. So your template is not applicable everywhere. Hello, your template can work, but not in every culture, in, not in every setting. Otherwise, Jesus could have said, it worked for Andrew and Simon, and it worked for James and John. Surely, it will work for Matthew. No, not with Jesus. This guy, this guy was a master. He was a master communicator. Jesus was, I mean, he was incredible. When you study his life, you are going to stand out distinctly. I'm telling you, if you want to understand leadership, study Jesus. If you want to learn to manage people, study Jesus. That's what we miss when we don't read our Bibles. Yeah. So if you want to go global, study Jesus. Amen. How <laughs> many people want to go global? Yeah. yeah, then study Jesus. Study him. Huh? He says, Learn of me. Huh? So he didn't say to he didn't say to this guy, I'll make you fishers of men. No, he didn't say that. Just say, follow me. And Matthew followed him. And Jesus followed him to his house. And of course, Matthew has his own sphere of influence. He has his own friends. His own clique. Alright? And birds of the same feather flock together. If Matthew is a sinner, there will be sinners around him. Correct? So... Jesus is sitting there in Matthew's house, and all the tax collectors come. And Jesus is not talking to them about fishing, for your information. I'm sure Jesus will be speaking economics or something, you know, that will interest them. Jesus will be talking money, things that will interest them. And they are sitting down there, relaxed with Jesus. Then the Pharisees are watching. And they say, why are your disciples, I mean, why is your master, your teacher, eating with tax collectors and sinners? You see, the Pharisees, the Pharisees have their own template." Okay? They have their own template and it was everybody had to conform to their template. Otherwise, the person is not accepted. Which is what many Christians do today. Hello? Just look straight. Nobody will know that you're like that. You're not like that. You're like Jesus. So, to the fishermen... He has a different approach. Now to the task collectors, a different approach. <laughs> Say diversity. diversity. Divergent ways of relating with people. And for information, it's it's not it's not that he's he's not oh I just like to be straight, everybody. No, 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 no. That's pride. Yeah, that's pride. You must be pliable. You must be as wise as a serpent. Is that not what Jesus said? What does it mean to be wise as a serpent? Have you ever seen a serpent moving straight? Anybody? This serpent just goes like that. No, it doesn't move straight. It's like that. That's how the serpent navigates. And so Jesus is saying, in your relationships with people. So when he talks about the serpent, don't think about the evil aspect. Okay? Don't think about the evil aspect, because we know that when you talk about serpent, a lot of times, we only think about the negative. Yes? But when Jesus said, be wise as a serpent, what is he bringing from the serpent? Something positive. And what is that positive thing that he's bringing from the serpent? Be wise. He's going like that. He sees the prey. Then, yeah. <laughs> ah, you are trying to chase it. You try to catch it. You. Yeah. You should be like that. The enemy should find it hard to catch you. Do you understand? Yeah. So it shouldn't be easy. You shouldn't be too predictable. Don't be too predictable. What's wrong with you? Huh? I know you like structure. Structure is good. But don't be too structured. Okay? Know when to be flexible. Have the structure in place. But then there's a time that you need to just Come on. <laughs> yes. You need to be like that if you're going to be global. If, you are going to, if we are going to reach every nation in our generation, we must learn from Jesus. We must learn from Jesus. Yeah. Some people, if I listen to some people preach and I can tell this is a localized gospel. Why? It's, it's not applicable in some cultures. So any gospel that is not applicable to every culture is not the word of God. It's the traditions of men. I'm telling you. Yeah, the truth is the truth everywhere. Am I correct? Huh? You can't say, oh, well, in Japan, one plus one is two. But, you know, in South Africa, you know, one plus one is ten. (laughs) doesn't work like that. Everywhere in the world you go to, one plus one is two. It's global. So if it is the truth, it has a global application. If it cannot be applied in some cultures, believe me, trust me on this, it's not the word of God. Is the tradition of men. Is the word being interpreted by tradition. Do you understand? And Jesus says that's how to make the word of God of no effect. Glory to God. I'm telling you, if we're going to manifest the kingdom, we have to learn these things. We have to learn these things. That's the way Jesus operated. Hallelujah. So Jesus is with tax collectors. Matthew and these guys are known as corrupt people. You think that you've seen corruption. You haven't seen corruption. Those guys, my goodness. The Romans who tell them the tax is so much. Those guys can put anything on top. So imagine now, I mean, SARS, I don't know what your tax bracket is. Hmm? But imagine, let's say you are one of those because I can see you are on the highest. <laughs> Come on. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are on the highest tax bracket. Glory to God. Then the sales official who he, who is supposed to come and collect it from you. Now we have machine, I mean, there's a system that has been put in place. There's technology and all of that. Yeah. But then the technology was people. Okay? The technology was people. So the people could manipulate the system. They say, ah, okay, fine, you're supposed to pay... Uh, your, your, your tax is supposed to be uh, 30, 30%, but, uh, you know, you, you, yeah, now there's a new circular that we got from Rome. <laughs> yeah. Your t- yeah, just released yeah. as I'm speaking yeah. to you now. <laughs> In fact, yeah. It came out last week and it was confirmed today. Yeah. So you are supposed to pay 50%. Your tax is 50%. But uh, you know, it's too much. Hey, i report you. So they take from people like that. That's how they enrich themselves. Those guys were very rich. Matthew was rich, he wasn't a poor man. Hmm? Jesus said, Follow me. <laughs> so you have fishermen, huh? and then you have tax collector. My goodness. He's there with them. And let's look at chapter 10. Let's look at... Um, I just want to... Verse. In, verse, in chapter 10, it, it talks about how uh, it lists the names of the, the twelve. From verse 2, it says, Now the names of the twelve apostles are this. First, Simon, who was called Peter, and Andrew, his brother. James, the son of Zebedee, and John, his brother, Philip and Bartholomew, um, uh, Thomas and Matthew, the tax collector, James, the son of Alpheus, and Labius, whose surname is Thaddeus, Simon the Canaanite, and Judas Iscariot, who also betrayed him. So, Simon the Canaanite. <laughs> <laughs> So, Simon the Canaanite, that's Simon the Zealot. Okay? That's Simon the Zealot. I want to to just stress a point here. Now, remember, the tax collectors are collecting tax for Rome. Okay? People don't like them. Alright? Then, Simon the Zealot is anti-Rome. (laughs) <laughs> That's right. Fireworks. So Simon is anti-Rome. Matthew is pro-Rome. Come on. Divergent. You know, people part of the same team. You don't want to talk about diversity? That's diversity to raise to the power of <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Infinity. Yeah. So you have the fisherman. Hmm? We have the tax collector who is hated by community. Huh? And then the zealot who is ready to bomb roam. Yeah. Yeah, the terrorists. Yeah. You know, the terrorists were from the zealots. Do you understand the, 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 the Boko Haram? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the Boko Haram of their time. Zealots. So if he has a global agenda, he needs all these divergent people. He needs this kind of diversity. But how, Jesus, how on earth do you manage such diversity? That's what you need to learn. Amen. Go read your Bible. <laughs> huh? Should I give you some keys? Because I know God is raising you to positions of prominence where you have to lead diverse kinds of people. And you need this wisdom. Yes? You need it. Turn to someone and say, You need it. You need it. So listen to what he has to say. Amen. You better listen. Let's look at John chapter 13. There are several principles, but I'll just give you one for the sake of time. Okay? Do you want one or do you want zero? Just choose, either one or zero. (laughs) 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 Hallelujah, Amen. Amen. (laughs) So let's look at John chapter, uh, chapter thirteen, verse. Let's read from verse thirty-four. Okay. It says, a new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you. That you also may love one another. So, the key to bringing all these people together, to working together as a team, is love. That's the uniting factor. Okay? So, if you, do, if you can't get this, you can't be a good leader. If you can't get this, you can't go global. Are you getting my point? If you cannot get this, you look at other people, who are different from you. And you look down on them. And if you look down on them. You can't benefit from their lives. What God has put in them for you. You can't receive. Do you know that you can, you can only. You can only receive. that from, from the person that you honor. Yeah. If you don't, if you don't honor somebody. It doesn't matter. You can't get it. God himself is going to ensure that you don't get it. Yeah, it's, I'm telling you. It's a, it's an established principle. I can show you that from Scripture. I can show you that from Scripture. So if you don't, if you don't, that's why the Pharisees couldn't receive from Jesus. It, they, it, it was impossible. And even when Jesus went to Nazareth, uh, uh, he could... He could not do mighty miracles there. Except a few that he laid his hands on. That means, even though Jesus desired to bless his people, the father blocked it. The father said, no, if they won't honor you, forget it. So, his desire was to be a blessing. Your desire might be to be a blessing. But if that person in his heart, looks down on you. If that person in his heart does not love you and is critical of you, maybe because you made a mistake yesterday, and he's using that mistake, he has blocked the flow. So you can be busy trying to bless the person, but God has blocked it. serious. God himself because the Bible says he could not not that he didn't want to but it did not flow. The father blocked it. The father blocked it. My goodness. Why is God like that? God understands protocol. The kingdom operates by protocol. And many times I've seen people violate protocol and I'm just, I just pray for them. Lord, just have mercy. Why? I can see. It's not going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. So they can do, do this, do this, do this, do this. But because they have broken some key principles, they'll just be like, just be in a circle. Huh? It's like a mouse on a wheel. You, you've seen it. Uh, ham- hamster, rather. Yeah. On a wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Where is it going to? No a lot of energy. <laughs> He's sweating. Going nowhere. So, we need to love one another. Okay? Then next verse. Look at verse It says, come on, let's read it together. One, two, three. By By this all will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Come on. By what? By love. 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 It's not by their revelation. By what? By By love is not by you know your your culture by what love, love. so in other words what he says that fishermen you need to love everyone here tax collector you need to love everyone here huh you zealot <laughs> terrorist love everyone Love every one of these people. Love them. Okay? And you, Judas. uh, Greedy man. Love everyone here. So in our tribes, we must have love. In our departments, we must have love. Do you understand what I'm saying? In our connect groups, we must have love. If somebody's different, it's okay. Just love them with their difference. You see? So that's how Jesus was able to, that that was the cord that Jesus used to, to hold them together. The cord of love. Yeah, and we need that. We need that. Oh, you, you don't like, I, li- I don't like this kind of food and all of that. Don't like the food, but love the person. Okay? Even if you don't like the food, it's okay. But love the person. Okay? I disagree with you. You can disagree with the person, but love the person. I don't, as- I don't agree with your opinion. It's okay, but love the person. What I've seen a lot of times that complicates relationships is that we think that because we disagree with someone, we don't know how to detach the issue from the person. Do you understand? Yeah, so the fact that you have a disagreement, you've had disagreement with your wife, right? (laughs) Yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah, but the disagreement did that mean that because you had a disagreement with her then you start hating her? No. no. Why? Because the person is not the disagreement. Person is not the disagreement. Oh. Ha. Yes! That is right. So we don't know We don't understand that I can disagree with you, I can reject your opinion, your opinion is not you. It's not you. Mm. So if I reject your opinion, it doesn't mean I reject you as a person. So you need wisdom. Come on, talk to someone. Say you need relational relational wisdom. Kingdom relational wisdom. Yes, in relating with people. Let me tell you, if you don't master this thing, you will never become global. It, it's impossible. You can't. You can't. In fact, you can't even become a multimillionaire. Yeah, because for you to do business in certain circles, you have to interact with people who are different from you, who think different from you, who, who don't see Your logic. But then you take it too personal. And and you walk away. You walk away from your destiny. You walk away from your blessing. You walk away from the land which God has blessed. You walk away from the field that God has blessed. Why? Because of your localized, archaic, backward thinking. Open your mind. Think like Jesus. You have the mind of Christ. You have the capacity to think like him. Don't restrict it to your culture. Don't restrict it to your your background. Don't restrict it to to the way. There is more than what you've seen. Hallelujah. My time is up. Let's stand up on our feet. Come on. My Lord and my God. We bless your name. We bless your name. We bless your name. We give you glory. We give you glory. We give you praise. Come on. Ask the Lord to help you. The Lord is equipping you for global impact. I'm telling you. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God. Help me. Teach me. Teach me, Lord. Teach me to relate with people who are different from me. People who disagree with me, I can still love them. Although they disagree with me, although they don't agree with me, although they don't see my point, I will still love them. Help me to be able to separate issues from people. My Lord and my God. My Lord and my God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, mighty God, I give you praise. Thank you for what you are doing in this house. Thank you because you are preparing us for global impact. You are preparing us for global relevance. My Lord, you are preparing us to receive People from all cultures, from all races, mighty God, from all backgrounds, in the name of Jesus. Open our minds, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Give us relational wisdom. My Lord and my God, I pray for increased capacity, increased capacity, oh God, in this place right now, in the name of Jesus. Mighty God. I thank you, Father. I thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Come on, let's say this together. Heavenly Father. I receive your word this morning. Let your word. Be made alive in me. Let your word. Produce fruit in my life. I want to be a doer of your word. And not a hearer only. A hearer. Grant, me Grant me the wisdom to apply these principles to apply this principle. in, my in my sphere of influence in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Thank, you, Thank you, Lord. I receive grace. I receive, I receive, wisdom. I receive wisdom. I receive capacity, I receive capacity. capacity. To, manage to manage different kinds of people. With different, kinds of With different kinds of opinions. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, give you I give you glory. And I give you praise. Give you praise. In, Jesus In Jesus' name. This ministry has come to you live from Every Nation Midrand. For other life-changing messages and more information, log on to www.everynationmidrand.org.